Without your love, it's a honky-tonk parade. Without your love, it's a melody played in a penny arcade. It's a bottom and belly world, just as phony as it can be. But it wouldn't be make-believe if you believed in me. Copper comes from Arizona. Peaches come from Georgia. And lobsters come from Maine. The wheat fields are the sweet fields of Nebraska. Gets bonanzas from the grain. Old whiskey comes from old Kentucky. Ain't the country lucky? New Jersey gives us glue. And you, you come from Rhode Island. And little old Rhode Island is famous for you. Cotton comes from Louisiana. Gophers from Montana and spuds from Idaho. They plow land in the cow land of Missouri, where most beef meant for roast beef seems to grow. Grand canyons come from Colorado. Gold comes from Nevada. Divorces also do. And you, you come from Rhode Island. Pencils come from Pennsylvania, vests from West Virginia, and tents from Tennessee. They know mink where they grow mink in Wyoming. A camp chair in New Hampshire, that's for me. And minnows come from Minnesota. Coats come from Dakota. But why should you be blue? For you, you come from Rhode Island. Don't let them ride Rhode Island. It's famous for you. Never know how much I love you. Never know how much I care. When you put your arms around me, I get a fever that's so hard to bear. You give me fever. When you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Fever in the morning, fever all through the night. Sun lights up 
the daytime moon lights up the night i light up when you call my name and you know i'm gonna treat you right you give me fever when you kiss me fever when you hold me tight fever in the morning fever all through the night everybody's got the fever that is something you all know fever isn't such a new thing fever started long ago story here's the point that i have made chicks were born to give you fever be it fahrenheit or centigrade they give you fever when you kiss them fever if you live and learn fever till you sizzle what a lovely way to burn That your arms are lovely And I have dreamed What a joy you be I have dreamed Every word you whisper 
close so close to me how you look in the glow of evening I have dreamed and enjoyed the view you so that by now I think I know what it's like to be loved by you I will love being loved by so that by now I think I know what it's like being sleepy garden walls and the stars begin to flicker in the sky through the mist of a memory you wander back to me breathing my name with a sigh in the still of the night once again i hold you tight though you're gone your love lives on when moonlight beams and as long as my heart will be lover will always meet here in my deep purple again I hold you tight though you're gone your love lives on when moonlight beams and as long as my heart will beat lover will always meet here in my deep purple hello I'd like to call the uh, February 7th meeting of the Public Tree Advisory Commission to order on this rainy day. Um, may we have the Pledge of Allegiance. 
All right, uh, may we have roll, roll call, please? Yes. Okay, Commissioner Knight? Here. Commissioner Hall? Commissioner Rourke? Vice Chair Lucera? Here. Chair Allstadt? Here. All right, thank you. Um, is, um, can we move to public forum, if there's any member of the public? here or online that wishes to speak on any non-agenda item? Chair, I have no speakers at this time. Okay, well that makes that easy, thank you. Um, since we are still waiting for one commissioner to join us, we are going to um, take some questions on the consent calendar. Um, actually, let's do approval of the meeting minutes first, um, A1. Is that Yes, okay? well, let's, uh, I'll go ahead and list the consent okay, items thank you. first. Yeah, thank you. Item A1, approval of Public Tree Advisory Commission meeting minutes of June 14, 2023. Item A2, Street Maintenance Division Manager's Report. Item A3, Parks and Open Space Division Report. Okay, um, and I'm sorry, it's been a few months since we've done this, but do we need, if we are going to be asking questions on A2 and A3, do we pull those? So we will be pulling A2 and A3. Okay. All right. Actually, Chair, if I can make a recommendation, um, just in, in the essence of time, if you do want to uh, entertain moving one of the items on the agenda up, uh, item B3, selection of meeting dates for 2024, um, now would be the time to recommend that change to the agenda. You could still take the consent calendar and then item B3 would move up to immediately after the consent calendar. Okay, that sounds good, thank you. Okay, do I need to ask for that now that we just talked about that? I, th I think we can just do it. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, and I'm, I'm sorry, are we gonna do A1 first then? And then we move to A2 and A3 and then Correct. to B3, okay. All right, so um, may I have, um, <laughs> would, um, can we have a, um, a motion to approve the uh, meeting minutes from June 14th? I'll make Is the motion. And I'll second. Okay, um, and now do we need a vote? Yes. Alrighty, um, Commissioner Hall, Commissioner Knight, uh, approved. Yes, Commissioner Rourke, Vice Chair Lucera. Yes, Chair Allstadt. Yes, please. All right, um, I would like to. Um, so pull a, item A2, the Street Maintenance Division Manager's Report, so we can ask a few questions. Is that 
Yes, and Chair, we do have uh, available for questions our Public Works Manager, Paul Medell, and also in attendance is our Assistant Public Works Director, Nina Buena. Okay, thank you. And I just wanted to um, say I don't really, this isn't a question, but I just wanted to commend Public Works for all of the emergency work that's had to been done during these storms of the past few weeks. I know we've had a lot of trees down and a lot of limbs down and a lot of debris blocking public right away and access and access to our various parks and open spaces. And I, I really appreciate the work that Public Works has done to get out there and make those areas safe and to take care of our trees too. So I, I really just kind of wanted the opportunity to say that. Um, and I, I do have a question and then I'll ask my fellow commissioners if sure. they have questions. Um, I noticed that in um, there are um, the plans for the um, database to, to replace Arbor Pro Correct. Um, continue. And I just want to say that I, I remain excited about um, possible opportunities for that database to be used not only to catalog um, kind of general tree trimming histories and tree conditions, but also somehow to have it used as a um, um, kind of a public education tool and an outreach, um, public education outreach um, opportunity. So I don't know anything about the new software and I'm looking forward to the presentation when that happens. But I'm, I'm hoping that there's some way that um, we can engage the public with our uh, urban forest using that database. Uh, Chair Allstott, so we were hoping to tee it up for you on this particular uh, forum, but um, we're still dissecting so much information at this point, like you said. It's a particular software program, but we still have an old software program we're pulling from. Mm -hmm. So we're, that's a lot of information, and we're get working with IT, like I commented on, and we're talking nine, eight years of 8,000 trees, trimmings, grindings, all the above, and we have to input it into another program. So at this point, we're working with IT. Do we run them parallel just to maintain the information for liability, or do we pull it into the other system, which has to probably be done manually. You know, you just can't plug in another software program and just load, so, so there's still a lot to do. Oh, thank you, I appreciate that. And then, um, final question on that regard. Is this a, a, a database program that's managed by a contract uh, service, so it's not something that city staff would actually be doing the day-to-day -day, um, input and querying of? And I mean, if you have queries that need to be done of the database, can you do it? or? one of your staff do it or do you have to go to the contractor? Chair, I'll start, that's a great question. It's actually both. So we will provide information, but as they conduct their trimmings, they're, they're inputting information as they go. But as the storm we just had, we've had branches go down, we've had trees go down. Um, all that information is then compiled by our department and then submitted to West Coast Arborist who inputs the information for that database to keep it up. So we also have to do our homework. That was a great question. Yeah, okay, thank you for that. And I, I look forward to seeing the presentation when it's available in the future. Thank you. Okay, now that, that's all the questions I had. Is there another commissioner that would like to ask some questions? Yeah, I had a question. Uh, are there photographs of the trees in the database? Um, not each individual tree in that particular database. It's a picture of a tree of that size uh, say you're going to have a casuput tree, well, they'll have a picture of a casuput tree with the height and width. So they're not going around and taking pictures of every particular tree. But they do input the, 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 you know, the width, the, the canopy, the height, and all the above when they do input it. 
could they include? We could, we could ask them to do that, but it would be probably at another cost. Uh, at this point, we haven't uh, decided to do that. One of the advantages of, uh, I mean, there's one way of you know, having a, a tree that is a, an example of a particular tree. The other way is uh, also having a, you know, a photograph of the actual tree itself when, uh, you know, if they're doing their servicing, uh, it's a pretty easy matter to take a picture of the entire tree. And it really helps for analysis later. Um, and if that is possible, I would recommend you that that be included. Uh, it's, a, it's a great tool. Commissioner Knight, I, I like the idea, and it's something I can broach to them and see what their, their input would be. Okay. Thank you. Um, is there, uh, do we have a timeline as to when the uh, database would be available? Like I mentioned before, we're hoping to tee it up by the next, next meeting. Uh, we don't want to wait too much longer right now. We've, it's like the three-quarter full cup. Uh, we're hoping to have a representative from West Coast Arbors also be here at the next meeting. To provide you as much information as we can. Um, um, we still got a lot of information to dissect. Like I said, we're dealing with uh, privately maintained trees. Like say you have a, a, a big building like this or a property next door to us. It's under the terms and conditions of their planning project. They implemented trees, but they're in city right away. So they're maintaining those trees, but they're in city right away. So we have to still dissect all those areas that are privately maintained trees and mark them as privately maintained trees, yet they're in city right away, city trees. So we're still doing a lot of homework and uh, working with George also in terms of parkway trees are separate than a lot of right away areas we have that we have trees in. So we're still dissecting all that as well. We want to input all this stuff into the system and there's still a lot to go through. As you drive through, the um, that would be the west end of Hollister. You know, there's a lot of eucalyptus. Well, they're in city right away, a lot of that but they're not street trees. So there's just a lot of area we're still trying to cover and trying me to cover as I go through all this database and uh, just picking and pulling and sending them information. They come back down and we do walkthroughs with these areas. So they're, so they're documenting everything. And I understand that no park trees are gonna be included in this inventory. That is accurate, Commissioner Knight. Unless it's, of course, fronting on a park. <laughs> you know, if it's on the street. Commissioner Knight, that's correct. Okay. Uh, one last question. Um, I was curious, uh, I had a, one of my street trees pruned uh, in front of my house, and I was curious as to what are the standards that the city is using for raising canopy. Um, the reason I'm asking is because I have like a, about a 50-foot tall tree, ash tree in front of my place, and there's a 20-foot, uh, well, 20-foot distance up to the canopy, yet they were pruning uh, that. And I was wondering, I had thought that the, the standard was about 14 feet. And of course, in terms of pruning the tree, you've got to prune a little bit more in order to meet that standard. I was just wondering, what is the standard that the city uses for clearance? So the standard I'm, is, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to need to intervene. Um, we do need to stick to items on the agenda and items within the manager's report. So pruning protocols, um, the sorts of questions that you just asked are not on the, in the manager's report. Okay. So we'll, All right. 
I'll ask that later. <laughs> Thanks, Commissioner Knight. Um, just before we move on, I just wanted to say um, a second voice for, or second vote, not vote, but a, um, just along the idea of taking pictures of the individual trees in the database, I know this is something that I've mentioned in the past and how that potentially this could be, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, we have a generator. <laughs> this is a test. It's a Yeah. Uh, may we have a break until we're back online, please?
Be wise, be fair, be sure, be there, behave, beware. Be wise, be smart, behave, my heart. Don't upset your cart when she's so close. soft, be sweet, but be discreet. Don't go off your feet. She's too close for comfort. Too close, too close for comfort. No, not again. Too close, too close to know just when to say when. Be firm and be fair. Be sure, beware, on your guard, take care, when there's such temptation. One thing leads to another, too late to run for cover, she's much too close for comfort. On your old thinking cap, boy, cause if you don't look out, you will find that you are much too, too close for comfort. You're heading for a mishap, boy, the first thing that you know, she will have you up that old tree. Chair, it looks like we're back up and running. I love the looks. All right, so it looks like um, looks like we're back. Um, this is the February seventh meeting of the Public Tree Advisory Commission, and we are having some very stormy weather outside, and there was a power outage, and so it looks like we're back up with internet access now. But um, this may happen again, and if it does, we'll wait for a few minutes. But there is a chance that we may have to reconvene this meeting for later. So um, we were having discussion of action or of, um, consent counter um, item A2. We were um, questioning um, about the uh, street maintenance division manager's report. And when the power went out, I was just mentioning, I believe, that um, I was um, seconding, seconding Commissioner um, Knight's request to consider, I know this is a big task, but um, photos of the individual trees in the database. Um, and I also wanted to mention that in the past, I, I had mentioned that I thought this would be a really good way to engage the public where people could go out and take pictures of those trees if there was some way to upload them, you know, have them geolocated and then upload them to the database. So I, I just wanted to mention that. And I can see that George is poised. Chair, I was just yes. made aware of a, yes. a, a 
emergency that uh, Mr. Medell is going to have to step out and address. So I'll try to respond to any yes. questions that are directed at Mr. Medell. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Chair Osnott and Commissioners. Um, Commissioner Lucera, did you have questions on this item? No, I do not. Okay. Um, well, in that case, I would um, entertain a motion to um, receive. Chair, I just have oh, to quickly oh, ask for public comment. Oh, sorry. Are um, there are there any uh, speakers for this agenda item or on Zoom? No speakers at this time. Okay. Thank you for reminding me of that. Um, I would entertain a motion to um, receive and file this uh, street maintenance division manager's report. I'll make a motion to receive and file the report. Second. Right. So now we need a vote on yes. that. Okay. Thank you. All righty. Commissioner Knight. Aye. Vice Chair Lucera? Yes. Chair Allstadt? Yes, please. All right, thank you. Um, let's quickly move to item H3, which is the Parks and Open Space Division report. And do we have any questions from commissioners about this report? Um, I was just going to mention that um, the report does mention the date of the bio blitz for Elwood, which I believe has been rescheduled but might be postponed until later on in the spring. Is that correct? Yes, thank you, Chair. We are going to be hosting a, an event called the Bio Blitz, which is a great opportunity for our community to come out and learn more about Elwood's ecology. Um, given the recent storm events, and we actually have the Elwood Mesa closed to the community right now because of public safety concerns that we're assessing and addressing, um, but given the timing, uh, the bio blitz is not being held tomorrow, or sorry, uh, th on Saturday, uh, February 10th, I believe, is the date. Um, and so we're looking at rescheduling that, and we'll let the community know when that's, when that's rescheduled. All right, thank you. And um, I don't have any questions. Thank you for providing us with a um, detailed and thorough report. And if we have no other questions, um, do you need to ask if there's any members of the public that have questions on this item? Chair, it looks like there's no speakers. Okay, thank you. Because Actually, I, I did have a question. Um, the Urban Forest Management Plan. Um, when could we get a... a an agenda item dealing with that. Commissioner Knight, um, as I mentioned in the report, we're currently negotiating a million dollar grant scope of work um, with the USDA Forest Service. And our next touch point on the UFMP is we're gonna bring back the proposed grant scope of work to the commission to get your input. And at that time, we'll talk a little bit about the UFMP um, what we might be doing under the proposed grant scope of work, and then um, we'll take that item to city council for the grant execution. And so that's what we would try to do for the schedule. Will the scope of work be finalized before or after we see it here at the commission? Uh, the grant scope of work won't be final until city council um, accepts the grant and the scope of work. So it'll be after PTAC's input. 
So we'll have some opportunity. That's yes. what I was wondering. Correct. Um, the other question I had was pertaining to the current urban forest management plan. Um, we could uh, have some input at this point as to how well the current ur urban forest management plan is working and have an agenda item on that. And that's what I was wondering. Uh, Commissioner Knight, again, since it's not in my manager's report, it's not an agendized item, we can't discuss it this evening. I'm sorry, but uh, that's the way that these commissions work. And um, Well, I was referring to the urban forest management plan, whether it's being the current one or the future one, but our current foreign forest, urban forest management plan is, well, I thought we would be talking about it every agenda, but if Commissioner it's not Knight, on the not, agenda, if it's then not on we the agenda, we cannot discuss it. Okay. All right. So, um, can I receive? Oh well. Are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item A three? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, may I have a motion to receive and file this report, please? I can motion to receive and file this report. Um, second. All right. All right. Thank you. Commissioner Knight? Aye. Vice Chair Lucera? Yes. Chair Allstaff? Uh, yes. All right, so before the power goes out again, I suggest that we move to item B3, which is the selection of meeting dates for 2024, if we can do that without Public Works uh, manager, director here. Okay. One moment, please. Yeah, that's fine. My apologies, Chair. Um, the dates are as follows. Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. Wednesday, April 24th, 2024. Wednesday, July 17th, 2024. Wednesday, October 16th, 2024. For an inter alternative meeting date in 2024, it would be held on Wednesday, December 4th at 5.30 p.m. All right, thank you for that. And so what do you need from us at this point other than 
Um, I mean, we're, are we debating whether we can be there on those days? But Right. We would need a motion to approve the meeting dates for I have conflict on uh, December 4th. I well, thought that that was going to be a... Uh, that's an alternative. Right. But nevertheless, it's an alternative that I cannot make. And can we select another date for that one? Um, well, and I could also say April 24th is my birthday, so maybe I would like to spend it with all of you, but um, I'm just throwing that out there. Well, I'm, I'm going to be out of town Decem okay. on December 4th, yeah. uh, and I'd be in, uh, actually in Arizona, so um, I, I can't make it. Okay. So would it be possible to select an additional alternative yes. as we... As we if we need to and as we yes. come to that date, because I know sometimes the dates get pushed forward anyway. Chair, mm -hmm. sure, if I could recommend that for the Wednesday, December 4th uh, date uh, proposed as an alternative, if we could come back at the next PTAC meeting on the staff side, we do need to make sure that the venue is available, that all of our support yeah. staff is available. Yeah, of course. So yeah, that, that's fine with me. Question: are, are we limited to Wednesday nights? I don't believe that we are, Commissioner Knight. But again, we need to make sure that the venue and, and support staff are available. We okay. do like to keep them consistent just for the public. They know Wednesdays are PTAC meetings, but um, we could certainly come back at the next PTAC meeting with a proposed alternative that's not on a Wednesday if all of the support services are in place. Thank you. All right, so um, do we need to ask for public comment? Yes. The, okay. Are there any members of the public wishing to speak on this agenda item or on Zoom? Chair, there are no speakers okay. at this time. All right, I'd like to um, accept a motion to um, approve the selection of meeting dates for 2024. Okay, I, I can make a motion to approve the meeting dates for 2024 with the um, alternative possibly being replaced with a different date. Yeah. Second. Okay. Um, roll Co call, please. Commissioner Knight? Aye. Vice Chair Lucera? Yes. Chair Allstadt? Uh, yes. All right. So this now would bring us to, since the power's still on, this would bring us to item B2 which is selection of the chair and vice chair. Chair, we actually didn't move that item up oh. in the agenda. Oh, okay, um, my apologies. So the next item, I believe, would be B1. Okay, but then we can't, we wouldn't have a quorum, quorum. because right, Correct. we're missing a commissioner. All right. So we can bring that item back at the next, next meeting, assuming okay. that we'll have a quorum then. Okay. Yeah, all right. So then um, this comes to item C, commissioner comments. And so these... Now we're B2, I think. We would go to item B2 at this point. Oh, I thought you... I'm sorry, I was confused. It wasn't moved up. Yep. So, Chair, at the yeah. beginning of the meeting, at the adjustments to the agenda, we moved uh, B3 up. Oh, yeah, I thought, agenda. sorry, I thought we'd move B2 also. And then you were just suggesting that we do it next time, but okay. All right. Yep. So okay. at this point, um, I believe we would open B1. We would not have a quorum. 
Uh, so we're going directly to item B2. Okay. All right. Thank you. And item B1 for um, the public's interest will be rescheduled at the next PTAC meeting that we have a quorum. And for the benefit of uh, the public, I, I do have a potential bias relating to B1. Uh, so I would recuse myself from any actions related to the item, and I would sit in the audience. Thank you, Commissioner Knight. Could I, could I actually ask a question about that? If the city was to receive additional nominations for heritage trees, could they be added to that list since we haven't gone through this item, or would they have to be? This item will be re-agendized, so... Okay. Um, we accept nominations for heritage trees at any time. Okay. And uh, if there's enough time between now and the next meeting, we could certainly look okay. to add that item to uh, the next meeting. Um, well, thank you. Um, I suggest we might take a recess. Yeah, we have an alarm is, sounding, so is, we'll is take is a Is that quick the gas recess, running please. out? <laughs> Are we at the bottom of the tank <laughs> of the generator? <laughs> okay. Oh, that is. All right, we're going to reconvene quickly here and see if we can get through the rest of our agenda before the next um, <laughs> power outage here in Goleta. Um, we're now on item B2, as B1 is going to be continued at our next meeting when we have a quorum. And we're all very excited to get to that item. So, Commissioner Knight, um, thank you for <laughs> bringing it to our attention. Okay, so now we're at B2, which is selection of the chair and vice chair. Okay, uh, good evening, chair, vice chair, and commissioner. Um, Blake Markham, public record specialist from the city clerk's office. Uh, this agenda item is going to provide an opportunity for you to select a chair and vice chair for a one-year term. Um, so I'll be asking for nominations for a chair. Um, we only need a motion for that. We don't need a second. And then um, we'll take a vote on that, and then we'll go on to the vice chair nominations. So with that... Let's just go ahead and get started. Uh, do I have a nomination for chair? Um, could I have a, a question first before we do that? I mean, how um, I was trying to read the selection of officers, and it's not clear. Of uh, It says, commission reorganization, including rotation of the roles of the chair and vice chair, occurs annually at the meeting as close as possible to February 1st. Um, does that mean that there's a required rotation, or can there be a re-election, or what's the, the rules on, on terms of selection? Um, in terms of any limitations on selection, there is no rule that says you have to change the current chair or vice chair. We just re-examine it at the first meeting um, close to February, so we would still be having nominations for each of those positions. It doesn't necessarily mean that the person has to we go through the process each time. Is it normal for other commissions to rotate, or do they have the same one all, all the time? Uh, How does that work? Yes, typically commissions do change their chair and vice chair on a yearly basis. Well, then if that's the case, shouldn't there be a full board here <laughs> to, to, to make the decision? Uh, because we only have three people here. And... Uh, two of them are officers, or, you know, Can we the chair and the vice chair. Can we postpone this item? I leave this to the 
commission's prerogative. Um, at this point, we do have a quorum, so you could still nominate uh, one of the attending members, um, but I'll leave it to the chair's discretion at this point if you'd like to continue this item. I mean, I, I think the, the trouble is we feel like we just did this because we did just do it. Because we, our meetings keep getting postponed, and so we don't have very many meetings between the times that then we have to elect someone new. Um, you know, I would be fine either way, doing going forward now or waiting until we have a quorum. I mean, I, mean, I, I want to say I hear what I hear what Commissioner Knight is saying is that the language does make it seem like the idea is to rotate through if that is agreeable to the members and since we don't have two of the members here. Um, and that would mean that you would continue as chair until there is a new um, selection with the full board. Is that appropriate? I'd advise that there's no guarantee that our at our April 24th meeting that we will have all members of the commission <laughs> here. In <laughs> and so, um, okay, okay, all right. Let's just let's continue and select chair and vice chair, and then it may only be a couple meetings before we do it again. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Due due to the fact that we have not had many meetings since the last election, I will. Make a motion to um, to nominate chair. Well, Jessica Allstadt as chair. Okay, thank you. Are there any other nominations? Well, uh, it puts me in a difficult position. I'm not, you know, this is basically a. Um, a position that represents the board, but I think rotation of officers is appropriate, and it should be, I would think that the vice chair would then be the appropriate person to elevate to the uh, the chair, and then another member be brought along as vice chair. Uh, and I don't care who it is, but I'm, I was just hoping that we could set a precedent for rotation of officers so everybody has an opportunity to serve which would mean that I wouldn't second that motion. Um, for the process, uh, nominations do not require a second. There we go. Would you um, like to make another nomination? If there's another nomination, um, it could be made. Well, I just nominated uh, Lucia. Okay, so we have um, one nomination for Jessica Allstadt and one for Lucia Lucera. Um, so, with two motions, are there any other nominations on the floor? You recognize how awkward this is, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's like I just want to get on with the business of our meeting and, you know, it, it seems like with three of us, it's suddenly like playing favorites, so I just, I just want to say that. Um, So um, with two nominations on the floor, we would start with the last one first um, per Rosenberg's rules. So we would have a roll call vote for the nomination of Lucia Lucera. Sorry, Lindsay Lucera. Sorry about that. Okay. Commissioner Knight? 
Aye. Vice Chair Lugera? Yes. Chair Allstadt? So this is majority, is that what it? Yep. Um, uh, sure. No, no, I'm sorry. Um, uh, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> sorry, no, I'm just confused as to the process, but it's okay. No, I, I think I've got it. So, sure. Okay. Um, so with that, we'll move on to the nominations for vice chair. Do I hear any nominations? All right, I will nominate Commissioner Knight to be a vice chair. Okay, are there any other nominations? Um, I'd like to nominate Jessica Allstadt for vice chair. Okay. So once again, we'll start with the um, last nomination first. So we would have a roll call vote for the nomination of Jessica Allstadt to vice chair. Commissioner Knight. Could you repeat the motion again? I'm sorry. This is the nomination of Jessica Allstadt to the position of vice chair. No. Vice Chair Lucera? Yes. Chair Allstadt? Um, I'm going to say no. Okay. Um, then we will move on. Uh, to the nomination of Commissioner Kenneth Knight. Commissioner Knight? Aye. Vice Chair Lucera? Yes. Chair Allstadt? Aye. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. So now we move on to um, discussion item C, which is commissioner's comments. And I believe that this is comments that are not directed at staff. And so we don't expect any um, interchange with staff on any of these comments. Is that correct? Correct. This is an opportunity for commissioners to uh, comment on items not on the agenda. And as the uh, commissioner Allstadt mentioned uh, this is not an opportunity for questions or inner dialogue with staff. Can I have a wish? <laughs> um, uh, obviously, I can't talk about the urban forest management plan because it's not on the agenda. But I would like to see it on the agenda. Uh, the old one, the current one. Is that permissible to uh, ask for this as part of the commissioner's comments? that uh, here's my point that we have so few agenda items to talk about and if there are times when there are elements of the urban forest management plan that would like to address but we can't because it's not on the agenda and i'm particularly thinking of ongoing issues that are going to occur with the urban forest management plan that happen right now um, everything from uh, the selection of the street tree list to the goals in the plan, what are our canopy goals, um, what do we want the, the urban forest management plan to do, what, uh, you know, what has worked and what has not worked. Those are the types of issues that 
I would love to see something on the agenda on a regular basis so that we'd be able to discuss it uh, as opposed to, you know, we're the Public Tree Advisory Commission and we can't talk about the Urban Forest Management Plan. So I know you can't answer that, but that's, those are my comments on that. The other comment I have is I see the beautiful Beautify Goleta campaign, and it's very effective. You get a lot of good support out of that. It's a great program. I uh, would love to see some element of tree planting and care incorporated in that, or at least in the social media messages that go out. It's a, uh, there's a lot of opportunities for uh, volunteer and citizen tree care. I'd love to be able to see uh, some aspect of that incorporated as part of our social media message of the city. I was reading next door uh, comments about city trees, and and they're not too complimentary. Um, uh, and a lot of it has to do with uh, lack of knowledge of the public as to how trees are cared for and how the trees were selected in the past. Uh, and there's some uh, a lot of misunderstandings out there. And it'd be great if we could have some more effective outreach program for uh, urban forestry. That's all my comments. All right, Commissioner Lucera, any comments? According to my understanding, to um, speak to Commissioner or Vice Chair Knight's um, comment on the urban forestry management plan, the UFMP, we, I believe, will be discussing some changes to update it in the future once the grant has been approved. So. Yeah, well, yes, but what I was referring to was um, it will be... Chair and commissioners, this is not an opportunity to yeah, can't have discuss it. <laughs> dialogue between commissioners. It's simply a time for Sanford you comments. to make announcements. I think some of the comments from Commissioner Knight fall within the the realm of uh, commissioner comments, but once we get into back and forth dialogue between commissioners, we are violating uh, public meeting rules. And really, to underscore the reason that those rules are in place is for transparency and for the public to know when a public meeting is happening, what is going to be discussed. And so if we could please stick to just comments and not back and forth dialogue. Thank you. All right, well, um, I don't have any comments other than I do look forward to um, seeing the implementation of some of the work plan um, that will fall under that million dollar grant for the UFMP. So I'm excited um, when that comes back up. And um, I believe that brings us to item D on our agenda, which is adjournment. So I would like to um, adjourn this meeting now. So um, thanks, everyone. <laughs>